Welcome to Jabberwocky Audio Theater. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Visit our website at jabberaudio.com slash support to learn more or go to patreon.com slash team jabberwocky. The following audio theater is rated ADPG, so parental guidance is suggested. There has always been a gray area between the just and the unjust, the lawful and the lawless, a nebulous region where the trappings of authority share little crossover with a course of justice, and where those who attempt to shine light into the dark recesses of power are often the least expected. April 2011. Poker player Jimmy Harmon is finding his past may be catching up more quickly than he'd hoped. Having run afoul of a less than reputable Las Vegas investor, Victoria Salkovich, Harmon manages to evade her goons with a timely aid of his friend, casino foreman and former offensive lineman, Will Archer. Jimmy, what the hell are you doing back here? I thought you were gone. Were those gunshots? Slight change of plan. Love to catch up, but in kind of a rush. Remember the goons from the casino? Son of a bitch. Victoria's muscle? Thanks! You're an angel! A really, really big angel! (laughs) Harmon tracks down an old friend, Big Mike Dalton, in an attempt to replenish his meager bankroll, but comes up short as Big Mike pleads poverty. Jimmy, I, I don't know what to say. I'm tapped out. Don't even joke, Mike. I've let this slide for way too long already. What about the all-in poker site? Your name's all over there. And everything I've got is tied up in it. Can't get a decent ring game going to save my life. Opting to leave town, Harmon surreptitiously makes his way back to the Limelight Hotel and his car. But there may be more to his predicament than he knows. Damn kid, you really have no clue just how much trouble you're in. Jabberwocky Audio Theater presents Quorum, The Gambler's Tale. Tonight's presentation, Outstanding Debts, Episode 3. I was disappointed Big Mike couldn't pay me what he owed, but what could I do? I hadn't pressed him for it until now, and I guess I just... Big Mike had always been my ideal of what a classic poker pro was. What I aspired to, an icon. Maybe if he actually paid me, we'd lose whatever connection we had. But in the end, since I didn't have what I needed to hold off Victoria Salkovich, my best course, my only course really, was to get out of town. Fast. Howdy, Will. Miss me? Damn, Jimmy. You waiting to ambush me out here. I've called ahead, but I didn't have your number. Believe me, I wouldn't have answered. There you go, then. So it was either go back into the hotel, probably not too healthy for either of us, or wait for you out here. Just glad I remembered where the staff exit was. I know I'm going to regret asking this, but what do you want now? Can't I just come back to say thanks? If you're more of a dumbass than even I give you credit for, sure. Jesus, you still have no idea how dangerous, no, how insane a game you're playing. Hey! And my wretched shoulder says I've been too involved in your crap already. By the way, I had to do one hell of a dance to keep my boss from firing my ass. And that's saying nothing about the police. You think gunshots are business as usual here? Look, I'm really sorry. Hey, maybe you could take some consolation in knowing it was me they were firing at. You know, since you're mad at me. 
See? Yeah, well, they missed. Small consolation. Touche. Look, I just came for my stuff and my car. Then I'm out for good. You still drive that crappy convertible. Yeah? Better leaving it. Funny. You missed your calling. So can you get it? Say what? Well, I can't exactly go out front with Victoria's traveling freak show looking for me. Look, here's the valet ticket. Yeah, I probably should have parked in the self-parking lot, but I wasn't thinking there'd be an issue. Just have them bring it around. So you're scared for your meager little life, but some wage slave valet kid you'll put at risk. What are you talking about? Victoria's boys probably know what car you drive. Same beat-ass one you've had forever. Those goons could be waiting for you. It's what I'd do. Gee, thanks for the show of support. So what, you're just gonna leave me hanging here? You left yourself hanging, Jimmy. Where is it written that I gotta bail you out of your damn messes? Hell, anything more comes out of this, I'll be lucky to keep my job at all. You just don't pull crap like this when the higher-ups are trying to impress investors. I told you before, I am done. We are done. Damn it, Will, I don't have anywhere else to turn! I'm just... I'm stuck. Don't have any idea what the hell I'm doing. I'm running on adrenaline all night, but I just had people shooting at me, for Christ's sake. Shooting! Not something I know how to deal with. I need your help. I know I don't have any right to ask for it, but I need it. I've got nobody else to go to, not anymore. Call it... Call it for old time's sake. Whatever. Please. (sighs) Okay, damn it. I'll get the key. Check the garage. Anybody around, I should be able to rouse them. Those chuckleheads give you any trouble before? Give me a little credit, all right. They were all too happy to get scarce before the cops show. You always were a great blocker, Will. Sometimes I think I'll never be able to put that behind me. What do you mean? Look at you. You're built for it. Well, there you go. All the time people make assumptions. I'm big, so I must be a tough guy. A bouncer, bodyguard, security. Hell, you didn't even know me when I played. I have an econ degree, you know. And I'm actually happy with my job for once. Yeah, part of being a floor man's intimidation, but mostly it's customer service, staff management, problem solving, making people happy. And then on the same day, you show up, and Amber turns up needing help. I'm sorry. I never meant to mess anything up for you. And I'm sure Amber did It ain't her fault. You, on the other hand, I'll bring your little POS around the side. You meet me near the back garage exit, okay? Five minutes. Then I don't want to see you anymore. I'll figure out how to get the rest of your stuff out of your room and send it along later. We clear? Your generosity never ceases to amaze me. Just want your ass out my face. (laughs) That's a pleasant image. (laughs) Shut up. I'll see you in a few. Hang on a second. Investors? Hey, Will? Who are... I guess I'll keep a minute. Big part of me hated taking advantage of Will's better nature. Despite what he said about making assumptions, I did know he was an all-tough guy. Not really. Even with the generally solid front he put on, I knew he had a soft, nougaty center. Sure as hell forced him to demonstrate it, way more than I ever should have. And here he was doing it again. Closest thing I had to a real friend in this town. After all I put him through this time, though, I'd definitely find some way to make it up to him. Somehow. Hello? Robin? Uh, wow, Robin, I totally didn't expect to hear from you. I thought your father didn't want me to... It was pretty clear by how you... No, I'm just glad to hear your voice. I'll be back in L.A. real soon, and maybe we can... No, I'm in Vegas right now. It's not like... 
It's not like you think. I've just got to straighten out some things. Well, yeah, I... Just can't let that go, can you? One hand can tell me you're not Daddy's little girl, and then... Hello? Robin? I swear. Girl Damn it! What son of a bitch? Peace. Oh, man. Gotta run skate. Oh, damn. Later. If Big Mike was the ideal image of a poker pro, Peeps represented the other end of the spectrum. Always around, part of the scene, and, you know, honestly, a gifted player, but not someone who engendered admiration. Ow! Hey, what the hell, man? What's with all the hostility? What did I ever do to you, Jimmy? Hard woman to find, Peeps. It's a big town. Especially if you're avoiding me, right? Where's my money? What money? I thought we were square. Seriously, I could have sworn that I sent you a check. You still in L.A.? Because maybe I had the wrong address or something. Wouldn't it be really funny if this was all a big... Cut the crap, peeps. All right, no need to get bent on a shape. Jeez, you act like we don't know each other or something. A little professional courtesy is all I'm asking. Answering your phone might prompt me to extend a bit of that courtesy. I lost my phone. All my contacts, everything. Had to start all over with a new one. New service. Didn't let me keep my old number, even though they're supposed to. Something about the account needs So to... give me the number. Oh, um... You got something to write it down. Just show me the phone. Bring your contact number up so I can see it. Okay, okay, here. I got nothing to hide. This is a nice phone. So then you have my money. Well, the phone's an installment thing, so it might be a bit of a stretch to say I have the money. I mean, I don't so much have it as I'm sure I can find a way to get it if I can just have some time. See, I've got this big fish on the line, and with a little more work, I Damn it, peeps. How long are you going to keep stringing me along like this? I got debts I've got to pay off, and fast! Victoria Salkovich, so I hear. I understand you have my sympathies, but you know, roughing me up isn't going to magically make money appear. This ain't Mario World. I'd hardly call this roughing you up. Still, get myself a good lawyer, and a case could be made for assault. They've got like you, going after a defenseless little lady like me. I don't think any of those adjectives describe either of us. I'm not that big, and you're hardly defenseless. Or much of a lady. Ouch. Your words cut to the bone. So can I have my phone back now? Here. Anyway, why don't you ask Big Mike? Doesn't he owe you too? I tried, Mike. He's busted, pretty much. Had a little, but not nearly enough to put us even. Big Mike? Busted? What the hell are you talking about? Mike's got serious walking chips. High society. He's loaded with loot. He's... Wait, Mike's been winning? Eh, not at the tables. Though he probably is. What do I know? No, I got a finance guy. Guy in the know, if you know what I mean. Says Mike's rolling in dough from his stake in that all-in poker site. Far as I can tell, he's pretty much laying low on the strip these days. Trying to stay off the radar and... Uh... Jesus Christ, what the hell is that? Is that for real? Sounded like that was right in the garage. Oh my God, smoke. This is real. Oh crap, Will was just... No, that, that can't be. My car? Oh, Jesus. Will. Um, that's it for me. I am out of here. Catch up with you later, Jimmy. We'll talk. What? Damn it, peeps. Oh, son of a bitch. Believe me, I thought about just running, but indecision got the better of me. By the time I could think straight, there were police everywhere. Soon enough, I was downtown making a statement. Didn't go into a lot of detail, of course. Figured Victoria would know soon enough she'd missed me, and probably where I was now right after that. She had to have contacts on the force. Easy pickings if she wanted to try again. I had to get out of there. Fast. Oh boy, what a day, huh? Never seen so many pissed off people before. Well, not since last Thursday, anyways. Yeah, I'm just, um... Well, I'm actually still shaking. Adrenaline overload. What happened Thursday? Donut shop closed for health violations. It's still shut, but the initial shock's worn off. Eh, you adapt. Yeah, it's a stereotype, but what can you do? Now, let's see here. Is this your first solicitation arrest? No! Uh, wait, what? Ooh, sorry. Wrong sheet. Okay, here we are. 
James Harmon. Well, it says here you uh, you already gave a statement. Well, yes, uh, I did. And I've been stuck in here for 90 minutes. Wouldn't even let me have a cigarette. Yeah, sorry about that. Health regulations and all. Your tax dollars at work still probably better for your health in the long run. So, uh, you know, silver lining. But anyway, uh, you should be good to go. Had to wait an hour and a half to tell me that? Wouldn't have been half as funny if we told you sooner. Oh, wait. Hang on. If you could just take a second. There's uh, something here I'm not too clear on. Oh, a couple of things. Ah, it should just take a minute, really. Uh, Fine, fine, whatever. Just a minute. Oh, here I am, being rude. (laughs) All this excitement, I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Ben. Ben Marshall. Well, Detective Ben Marshall, if you want to be formal about it. Homicide desk. My partner, Betty's there. She's watching through the glass. Hi, Betty! Uh, is that usually the way... At least I think she's back there. You know, I think sometimes she goes out for donuts while I'm in here. Though I guess not today, right? Again, silver lining. Wait, so you said you're with Homicide? Afraid so. Couple people just injured there at the hospital now. I assume that is. Figure someone will tell me later. No, it's the guy in the car they brought me in about. And since it's not too likely this was an accident, unless auto safety standards have gone way down, here I am. So have you guys, uh, do you know who... Oh no, they don't have a full ID on the body yet. Forensic pathologists are going to give it a look-see, but it's pretty crispy. Not because of the blast itself, but the fire afterward. Guess the gas tank was close to full and whoosh. Really big guy. Yeah, but that's about all we've got unless... Oh, sorry. You knew him, didn't you? Yeah. Will. Will Archer. He, um, he worked at the limelight. He was getting my car for me. Ooh, I'm really sorry. You know, sometimes I start talking before my common sense catches up with me. So, um, did you know Mr. Archer well? Yeah, for almost five years. Met right after I got out of school. I mean, left school. Well, we'd met online before then, but we didn't meet face-to-face until then. Before yesterday, we hadn't seen each other in, I don't know, months? A year, maybe? Uh Uh-huh. But he was getting your car for you? Oh, all right, you said he worked at the hotel. So, uh, what, he was one of the valets? No, he just, he was doing me a favor. That's a weird favor. Oh, wait, were you a guest at the hotel? Was it one of those, uh, what do you call it, uh, the, the, the concierge services? No, I, I mean, yes, I was staying at the hotel, but Will is, was just a friend. He's a floorman at the casino. I mean, he is, was, now. Not back when... Okay, that's fine. Don't need to go into anything uncomfortable. We can fill in the details. Thanks for helping out. That should be... Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, that's funny. It says here that the hotel doesn't have a record of you in the registry. How did you... I mean, that's just because I wasn't staying under my own name. Oh, I see. And so what name were you staying under? Uh, George Kaplan. It's kind of a little inside joke. It's from an old movie. See, Cary Grant You is... usually stay under an assumed name? Because that doesn't actually sound all that normal. Unless you're secretly a rock star. You're not, are you? Because that, that would be really cool. What? No, but look, there's nothing illegal about registering under an alias. Players do it all the time, especially big name players. Believe me, I've checked. Well, it's a bit of a gray area. In and of itself, no. Suspicious, but not illegal. Of course, if you used a fake ID, or were trying to defraud the hotel, skip out, or uh, represent yourself as some kind of licensed authority... No, it's nothing like that. I was just... I didn't want anyone to know I was there. Hmm. Like your friend Mr. Archer? No, not him. I mean, not specifically. Honestly, I hadn't even thought of him being there. Just, you know... People. What does it matter? I value my privacy, all right? Okay, well, let's just table that for the moment. There's really only one other thing I need to get cleared up, and and then I think uh, we should be all set. 
Who is it that's trying to kill you? What? Will you stop playing stupid? Your statement reads like a damned high school kid trying to BS his way through an essay test. This is not some accident or a mugging. This was a car bomb. Someone is very deliberately trying to kill you. I find it very hard to swallow that you have no idea who on earth that could be. I don't. None of this makes sense. Are you crazy? What the you hell are you? You have some ridiculous idea that this is a time to keep your mouth shut, bluff your way through this, and then take care of things yourself. Well, I've got a newsflash for you, Harmon. When someone plants a bomb in your car, that is a pretty explicit goddamn clue that it's time to give up and call in the big guns. Look, this is not getting us anywhere. It's wasting my time. Are we done here? Because I've had about enough of this. Either give me a damn name, or things are gonna get real uncomfortable for you real quick. Oh, sorry. Figured I should try a little bad cop. Like I said, Betty's behind the glass. Hi, Betty! So, I'm I'm flying solo. And I think she gets a kick out of seeing me work. Or, she just doesn't like doing interrogations. Either or. Wait a minute. Since when is this an interrogation? Well, you see, this is what we call the interrogation room. See the microphone, the soundproofing on the walls, the one-way glass? Hi, Betty. You know, I don't think she's back but there. It was my car that was toasted. You think I did that? Oh, probably not. Could be, though. Some kind of really idiotic insurance scam. I mean, like, really dumb, because, I mean, hello, car bomb, not exactly low profile, or all that safe. If you don't know what you're doing, you're liable to... Do you to... have a point in there somewhere? <sighs> Look, Mr. Harmon, let me break it down for you. This, this is real life. Yeah, on TV, they always make like some people are more than the law can deal with it. Keeping quiet will keep you safe. Yeah, it makes for good drama, but it's a piss-poor reflection of reality. Now, given your issues with certain online authorities... Where on earth do you get... Oh, it's right here in this uh, handy-dandy folder they gave me when I came in. Folders used to be gray, but then they went with Manila last year. I kind of like the gray better. Felt more authoritative, you know? Anyway, it says here that you were uh, multi-accounting, uh, creating several false identities to enter the same tournament. They're not, they're not false identities. They're just, you know, different accounts. Online aliases. I, it wasn't cheating. It was... It was just a way to try and maximize earnings over time. Still, it seems to me that might be considered uh, collusion. You know, since you'd know what uh, your other aliases' hands were, right? And I think you knew it was less than kosher since you set up different IP addresses so that they couldn't track you. And it almost worked. Look, I don't care about that. My point is, I can understand you might have a mistrust of authority or people acting like authority. You get what I'm saying? Now, whoever did this will try again, especially since they're trying to make some kind of statement. Wait, what do you mean by statement? Uh, not to be morbid, but there are any number of ways to kill someone quietly, quickly, and surprisingly easily. <laughs> Seriously, I can make a list. Do you want a list? I mean, there was this one guy who, uh, uh, never mind. But a car bomb, well, that's pretty far down on that list. You go to that much trouble? Killing itself is at best your secondary priority. Oh, now I feel so much better. Glad to know my life is just a passing concern. I've been a homicide detective eight years. No, wait, nine. Almost nine. Call it eight and three quarters. And I know there's a pretty small group of usual suspects for this. Hell, give me a week and I could make a pretty solid guess as to who's behind it. But you, you could clear everything up with just a name. And every minute you jerk me around is making it harder for us to do the right thing here! Jesus, you are absolutely insane! Nope, I had my psych checkup last month. Clean bill of health. Well, some, uh, mommy issues. But that's neither here nor there. Okay, that's it. Can I get out of here now? Let me be very clear. Am I being detained? Officially, no. You're not being detained. I mean, I suppose I could, if I wanted to. But it's not like you're gonna be driving away anywhere, right? Oh, sorry. Bad taste? Come on, just give me a name, please. We're done here. Unless you plan to arrest me, I'll be going now. So what'll it be? Oh, okay, I'll let you go. 
All right, now look, here's my card. See, it's got my name right there in the middle, right above my phone number. Kind of cheap cards they give you if you ask me. Printing gets all smudged. So make sure you put the number into your address book as soon as you can. That way, if the card gets smudged, it won't matter because I'll already be in your phone. You could even put me on speed dial, but my feelings won't be hurt if you don't much. Otherwise, I'll give you the usual departing speech. Don't leave town. Call if you change your mind or think of anything we missed. I can't believe it's not butter. Goodbye. What do you think, Betty? Over the top? Nah, some of your best work. You'll be back. <laughs> that I'm pretty sure of, one way or another. Now that certainly counted as one of the more bizarre encounters I've had in this town. But for all his lunatic ranting, that Marshall character clearly saw right through the holes in my story. And no matter what he said, I was sure Victoria's claws ran pretty deep into the Vegas PD. By now, she no doubt knew exactly where I was. I half expected to see her waiting for me. But surprisingly, hers wasn't the first face I saw. Hey, uh, Amber, right? You're, you're friends with Will, right? I mean, you know, well, you were. You? Um, Your name is Jimmy? Yeah, uh, that's me. Listen, I wanted to apologize for what happened before, when I was... When Will, you know... When he helped you run away from those big guys? Uh, yeah. Will's always rushed into things for his friends, without always thinking about it beforehand. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't catch much, but it looked like... Like maybe he was helping you, too? I don't oh know. Oh my god! They found me! I don't know how, but they found me! What? What are you talking that about? That black SUV! They're here for me! What? Amber, wait a minute! <laughs> What the hell? Ooh. Nice to see you again, Jimmy. Ah, uh, Crick, right? You know, I wish I could say the same. Look, can this wait? That woman's in trouble. Or, uh, I think she is. That black SUV over there, I think I'm they... missing the part where any of this is my problem. You're a real humanitarian, Crick. Oh, now I have no idea where she went. Thanks. You just couldn't keep away from me, could you? No more funny stuff. I'm betting the gun in your back would take out your spine a lot faster than you could throw some drunk cowboy in my path. This time. How? I get it. No more cowboys. I'm fresh out anyway. We need to talk, James. Now. Get in the car, poker boy. Forgive me if I'm not especially anxious to get in there with you after what happened to my car. That is exactly the reason for you to be getting into this car. That makes no sense. James, if I wanted you dead, you would be dead. And we would not be having this conversation. There is much you do not know. And I was perhaps wrong not to say so before. But now it is time to be telling you. Crick... Put the gun away. What, you joking? Now! Okay, boss. Oh, uh, thanks? Now we are equal. We are fair, yes? I ask you to step into the car freely. You see how we could be handling things, but I give you the choice. I was sure this was the stupidest decision in a series of pretty amazingly stupid decisions I'd made over the past few days. But I don't know. It wasn't just what she was saying, but the way she said it that made me think there was more to it. She sounded scared? And if something had Victoria Salkovich nervous... Okay, Victoria. Let's talk. You've been listening to Jabberwocky Audio Theatre. Tonight's production, Quorum, The Gambler's Tale, Outstanding Debts. Episode 3 of 10. Produced by Jabberwocky Audio Theatre in association with WERALP, Radio Arlington 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. 
Featured in the cast were Cameron McNary as Jimmy Harmon, James E. Lewis as Will Archer, Yasmin Twizan as Peeps, Nick DePinto as Detective Ben Marshall, Amy Tiber as Amber, Christopher Walker as Wilmer Crick, Kim Davenport as Detective Betty, Mike Bernal as Skitch, and Lydia Kraniotis as Victoria Salkovich. With additional voices by Anna Coughlin. Recorded at Arlington Independent Media with supplemental recording at Tohu Bohu Productions in Burke, Virginia. Music by Brooks Tegler. For specific music information, see our show notes at jabberaudio.com. This week's episode was produced by Bjorn Munson and written and directed by William R. Coughlin. For all the latest episodes and information on Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, visit jabberaudio.com. If you're enjoying Quorum and the other yarns we spin at Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcast provider of choice. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash teamjabberwocky for exclusive content and to help us continue to bring you further tales of mysterious suspense and high adventure. Until next time, this is Marsha Renz saying thanks for listening, and tune in next week for the next episode of Quorum, The Gambler's Tale. Starting with the flop, seven of clubs, three of diamonds, and two of spades. Next to the turn, ace of spades. And now the river, six of hearts. Hast thou slain the Jabberwock?